You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. It's your boy Cinnamon and Sugar here and we're back with another episode of the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. Uh, Fellas, we back. Yeah, I, 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 I stole Tom's intro. Yeah, yeah well, well, why did you steal it, though? Let's be honest. I, I stole his intro, and, and, and the reason why I stole his intro is because... That's your boy, Tom. No, 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 no. I, I, stole, I stole his intro because I'm pretty sure his intro handling skills is very similar to that of LeBron James in a wide-open layup hey, and him fumbling uh, the ball. Hey, Time, uh, j- just for reference right now, Time, I'm going to preemptively mute you. So that way you can't say a word while I talk right now. Go ahead. Go ahead, Let's go ahead and talk about these Lakers. When when can we get the fans to actually announce the best player on the Lakers is AD? He's the only reason why they're even winning any games or even competitive in these games. If AD's not on that team, they're trash. Well, hold up, hold up, Gary. Did you not did you not read the script? This is a script for LeBron James to come back from 03, bro, make history and go out on that proverbial like no, no grandstand. Well, well, they they did try to do that last uh, last game with all the with the way the ticky tack terrible fouls they're calling, but they didn't expect Jamal Murray to drop thirty in the first well, half. I, 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 I would like to show homage to Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony after nineteen seasons in the NBA. He decided to hang it up. Uh, congratulations, knowing when to give it up. That's absolutely awesome. You didn't stick around and try to play with your son. Congratulations, <laughs> Carmelo. So, uh, time you can talk again. I now want to mute time. Oh, okay. You're muting. I'm going to mute time time because I now want to talk about the Lakers (laughs) and how awful they are. Because I remember a time where the Memphis Grizzlies was getting a lot of heat for not one John Morant and his gun flashing incident, but because we didn't make it out of the first round when we played against the Lakers. And the Lakers were going to do this. They're going to do that. And they're down 3-0. To the Nuggets, Gary. And guess what, Gary? We, we've we had a lot of talk about these bubble teams. Uh, this was a bubble team. The Heat was a bubble. All four of these teams mm-hmm. were bubble teams. But in the bubble, Clark Kent was Superman. Not in the bubble, Clark Kent is Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like I said, the best player all playoffs on the Lakers has been AD. It's it has- not even a question. 100%. Like, and I, I think, honestly, unbiased, I think time will be able to admit AD has been the best player on the Lakers all playoffs. He will not. LeBron's bet. still been good. I'm not going to take that away, but he's not. AD's been playing crazy now. And, it, and the team goes with him. When AD plays really good, they win. When he doesn't yes. play good, they lose. It's it's been that's been that simple. And even when they when he's played outstanding, they still haven't been able to pull it out against the Nuggets. Because that first game when Jokic went crazy, so did AD. AD just went crazy last game too, and they still couldn't do anything. Yeah. So, so with so with that being said, Gary, my question to you is, uh, since we don't have time here, um, is this. With LeBron James playing the way that he's playing, AD playing, do you think they have what it takes to come down, come back from three down and win four straight? No. Like like I said, I, I picked the Nuggets in six. I think they could win two. I really do. But I had I Nuggets don't think, in five, so I'm still there. Yeah, I still, still don't there. know if they could, but because I will say the Nuggets have looked really good in all their games. It, Lakers have cut the big deficits and got close, but – 
the Nuggets have looked really good, and so has the Heat and the other side. So, it's so with crazy. that with that being said, with that being said, the best center in the NBA right now in the playoffs Jokic. is Jokic. Oh, okay. So you're not giving it to AD, regardless of how well he's been playing. He's not playing because no, Jokic has been playing good too. Okay. All right. But both Jokic and AD didn't have a very good nuggets. game. The game twos, they didn't have. They both had amazing games in game yeah. one and three, but two, neither one of them really had outstanding games. They had serviceable games, but I will say, Jokic, I think, is averaging a triple double. So that is tough as a center to do that and to not be considered the best that's still in the playoffs. All well, right, time you can talk. Go ahead. You're unmuted, Tom. First of all, y'all are disrespectful to Austin Reeves. He's been the best player on the Lakers. Oh, AD. I will say Austin Reeves has been Austin Reeves has been amazing. It sucks for the Lakers because they're going to lose him in free agency, uh, and they need him. I think he's a good shooter. I think he is a good player. But I think I think you can honestly say AD has been the best player in the Lakers, though. It, yeah, when I he's, mean, it's been legit. Like he's shown it. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think honestly, like every, they've had their games, you know, where everybody's kind of been there, the best player or the spark that night because that's what this Lakers team is. Um, you know, sometimes it's gonna be LeBron, sometimes it's gonna be AD, sometimes it's gonna be an auxiliary player. Uh, but to me, I you know, I I still think that history is gonna be written. I'm always holding out hope when it comes to King James, but. Uh, if I'm talking honestly, you know, obviously, uh, if they can't win one of those first three games as close as it's been, it's going to be kind of tough for them to come back. Um, but how thankful is Boston for the Lakers and LeBron? So they are talking about their their massive collapse, right? Because nobody's talking about how bad they look right now because everybody's focused on LeBron and the Lakers. They are, and and the Miami's not even full strength. They don't even have Tyler Hero. Right. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Yeah. It and, is. and you know, people are talking about Jimmy Butler this year, but Jimmy Butler didn't even really do that much last no, night. No, it's all the shooters. The shooters <laughs> right. are just yeah. making every shot. They're the new. They're the new Warriors. Yeah. Well, that I, honestly, I think it's more like the Spurs. That Spurs team that beat LeBron uh, in Miami. That was just such good team basketball. Uh, I think that's kind of what it more reminds me of. Obviously, Jimmy Butler can go off and be a superstar, but the the amount of effort and you know collaboration they're getting from their team is crazy. Well, I would say the same thing with the Nuggets. The Nuggets are played so well together as a team. Yeah, that's why Jokic has a triple double because they're hitting all the assists, and you have to you have to focus on Jokic as well. But like he's easily going to dish and get an easy assist. Like they both those teams that are up 3-0, they play so good together as a team. Right. And I think and that's what sep- separates them. The other, the other two teams aren't able to play as a team all the time. I'm, a lot of time they rely on certain guys, like they rely on Tatum to take over. They rely on Brown. They rely on AD. They rely on LeBron right. to take over. And then if they don't take over, well, then they that's when they get those 10-12-0 runs. And if we didn't have Jamal Murray going God mode in the first half, yep, like, I know, what, I know. Uh, heck, and that first game, I don't know if y'all are watching it, but that first game. When you know they were down by a lot, but then the Time. Lakers came back. Time. But it's, it seemed like they hit Time. every single shot they oh, no. threw up. There was a couple so, that were like fatal. Oh, can we can we in. can we stop with all the basketball oh, talk? It's oh, giving one, me a last headache. one. Last one. So uh, just to clarify, because I saw people like what Time saying he was complaining is like, oh, the Lakers were shooting terrible in the first half in the first game. 
They shot 49%, and the Nuggets shot 51 No, no, I didn't say that. I so, said, so, no, no. So this I is, this is, were this is why I hate talking basketball, Gary. I really dislike talking basketball when the Lakers are in it or anybody else that's transcending, whether it's Kevin Durant or anybody like that, because people are so enamored with the either the team or the player to where they can't see past. Uh, let's let's just wrap this NBA talk up. Who's winning the the championship, and then we can move on to the next topic because I'm really interested to hear what y'all have to say about this next topic. So I will say, the NBA loses because they definitely don't want a Nuggets Heat Finals because it's not markets that they want in the championship. <laughs> they would love to have Boston Lakers, but it's not going to happen. Uh, I think the Nuggets, the way they're playing, I say the Heats do, but I don't know. I like the Nuggets taking it. Jimmy, if Jimmy Butler wins a championship with this Miami Heat team, Gary, I mean, this is something that LeBron couldn't do. LeBron LeBron had Chris Bosh. He had Dwayne Wade. Jimmy Butler has Jimmy Butler. Well, yeah, and I guess you could say Bam. You see what I'm saying? Like, I mean, we we remember LeBron taking Cleveland to where he took him, but he had Kyrie Irving then. I'm saying does Jimmy Butler – is he putting together a LeBron-like season in terms of being that impact player like KD? He didn't. He didn't go to another team. Like he stayed with the Heat. If he's able to knock off Jokovic and the Denver Nuggets, is he elite? Is he? It's, is he? You got to give him some I love. I would say here. you have to put him in elite because he's not. Even, they're doing it without their second best scorer and hero, Tyler Hero. We don't hear enough about Jimmy Butler, bro. Y'all talk all this shit about LeBron James. Y'all talk about KD. Y'all talk about all these other names. But when we come to Jimmy Butler, man, you want to talk about either the weave he got installed or you want to talk about something else other than his game. That's all I wanted to say on the NBA. I I wanted to switch gears just real quick because I know you was going to the NBA. I heard something that bothered me, but then it didn't bother me so much after I understood what he said. I was listening to an interview. This is boxing. And he was upset with uh, Mayweather. He said, I don't like what Mayweather has done to the sport. He's really ruined the sport of boxing. And I go, well, this sounds like a hater. Obviously, you know, he, he grabbed my ears. And I go, well, how did Mayweather ruin boxing? He said he ruined boxing because he went undefeated. That zero that he has, that 50 and zero that he has, it screams marketing dollars. Anytime you lose that zero, though, and you go one loss or two loss or three losses, you're not as marketable as you would have been back in the days, like the Mike Tysons, the the ones that lost matches, but they lost matches to phenomenal opponents. Now, no one wants to lose that O. Like, you can't get those big matches like you used to. Like, Tank and Ryan Garcia, they fought. Uh, Tank ended up knocking Ryan out. Uh, and they were saying that, you know, Tank is now the face of boxing because he has that zero. You know, Ryan is no longer, he has one loss, but he's no longer the face because he doesn't have that zero. I can understand what he means by Mayweather uh, screwing up boxing. I want to know your thoughts on that. Like, is that zero that important to where now I don't want to fight opponents that could give me a big payday because I can essentially lose that payday and my zero. You so, tell me, do you agree with him? I, I disagree. The reason why I disagree is because I think back in the day when boxing was super 
profitable and all that kind of stuff. They had a bunch of names and a bunch of stuff. And and boxing was boxing in general. Like matches were won by knockouts and they were going 16 rounds and all that kind of stuff. Now it's been by 12 team and, and boxers are winning by decisions referee and half the times people, the decisions, the announcers, the public and everybody will have a different score. And then the person that ha- same thing in UFC, you're seeing in UFC. Now the everybody else will have one score for one boxer. And then the, somehow the refs will have a different score and it's out outlandish that this person won versus this person. And I think that's the thing that's been making it less marketable because it hasn't been as entertaining. You're not having the big knockouts like you used to have. Like you used to have knockouts with Tyson all the time when you like knock people out. Lennox Lewis knocking people out. Even back in the day. Heavyweights though. No, I know, but that's when it was marketable. It hasn't been marketable because the littler guys usually don't knock people out. Usually goes to decisions type stuff. And I think that's when it became a big time sport is when you saw the knockouts, the big heavyweights going at it. Same with Muhammad Ali. Now you had Sugar Sugar Ray Leonard and all those guys back in the day, but that was back when boxing was like really big. And so I think, I don't think it has anything to do with the O. I think it's just not marketable as it used to be because you're not getting those knockouts. Like if you had, like, I will say you, you can't tell me, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tyson Fury. He's not marketable. He's lost, but he's knocking people out and he's making money because of it. He is. He's knocking people out. But what 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 I'm saying is is protecting that O. Like Tyson Fury isn't. He'll take all the fights that everybody want to fight him because yeah. there's nobody necessarily in his weight class right now that's scary. But now you look at Tank in his weight class. There's a lot of guys with those O's that are really good young guys mm-hmm. that I, I wouldn't want to sacrifice my O, Gary. Uh, it's against another guy because especially if I'm the face Gary if I'm the face and I'm making all the marketing dollars and I have a belt and if I go and I'm I'm supposed to fight somebody and I got this belt and I can make a hundred million dollars or I can make 30 million dollars I'm gonna take the 30 million dollars and keep my O and just do more fights versus having that one fight where I could potentially lose my O and then so, now I'm I'm not marketable at all after that so then I don't blame I don't blame uh, – I would blame the fighter or the people booking the fighters then because if they're trying to protect it and they're not taking quality opponents, why are you paying them to fight these terrible fighters that aren't the marketable guys or a guy that could risk them losing their career? Mayweather did it his whole career, He did it his whole career. Out of the 50 wins, he probably yeah. has 14 that are like but solid wins. So why would you not put that on – the people that are paying the boxers for it versus, hey, I'm gonna pay Mayweather forty-five million dollars to fight. Uh, yeah, that's uh, Brandon. It, it, it's not making sense. That you look at it from an NFL standpoint. You look at all thirty-two teams. Obviously, I would want to play the Cleveland Browns. I would want to play the Miami Dolphins. I would want to play not so much the Buffalo Bills now, but all those, the Jaguars, right. These are teams that are traditionally bad. However, they're still in the National Football League, though, Gary. You still have to play them. They're still on the schedule. They're still generating money. I'm saying that I would play those lower teams or box those lower opponents, give them a chance if you will which really they don't have one and still make long-term money and keep the old because all i got to do is be 50 no, if i be 50 and go 51 and oh 
I am now the face no, of boxing. Gary. No, I agree with you. I don't. I don't. I don't like. I'm not blaming the fighters. I think that's smart by the fighters. I would blame the promote the uh, the companies that are paying for these fights. So if you're gonna pay Mayweather fifty million dollars to fight some random boxer named Brandon Hale, like that's on you. Like it's not. It's gonna bring you some money, but it ain't gonna bring you money versus fight Mayweather versus Tank. That's a right. whole nother level. That's on you as a as a company that's willing to put that fight on. You're going to take less money because it's not a big name fight. That's on you then because you're you're allowing the fighter to do that. You're but just I can make allowing. it up in five fights though, Gary. That's no, what I agree. I no, the fighter, yes. The, the fighter work. can do that 100%. Again, I'm not blaming the fighter. I'm saying that's what the people that are paying the fighters – that's their fault because, yeah, the fighter can take more, but also as a fighter, you also take a risk. All it takes is one lucky punch. That's You're right. It, it, all it takes is one lucky one. punch, but it's harder to get a lucky punch on me if I know exactly what you're going to do and you're a lesser known fighter. I agree. And if you're one of those that's one of these young guys is waiting in the wings, there's five or six fighters that I can name for Tank to fight right now, but he won't fight those guys because he doesn't want to risk that O. And why should he when I can make, okay, I'm not going to make it all in this one fight, but I can make it in the next three to five fights. Yeah. So why not just take that and so, be the face of boxing? So I guess it goes with, you have a double, you, have, you could go both ways. Yeah, you, say, you can. Because you can say, okay, Tank, if you take this fight against this guy, and you're gonna make a hundred million dollars versus your twenty million, and if you if you beat this guy, you just made your legacy even bigger, and you make more marketing dollars. So your next fight's hundred and fifty million. But the loss, the loss oh, is the, the loss is it's, way more important than the win right here. Yeah. Like, what what do I have to gain and lose if I lose to this guy? This is. This is one of those like uh, Buster Douglas type situations like these don't ever happen. They don't happen much at all. If they do, when Mike Tyson lost to Buster Douglas, everybody was like, what? He shouldn't even been in the same ring as this guy. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, like I, I feel like a fighter would have to have a Buster Douglas like uh, uh, um, match in order for them to beat a guy like Tank or one of those big name guys. So you're saying, yeah, it's a lucky punch, but the odds of landing that lucky punch are so low, fighters are willing to risk so, that versus a yeah, guy that's so that's again, up for the challenge. The double edge again would be yes, but if they end up losing to one of those lesser known fighters, it's it, so much harder to climb it's back out of rare though, Gary. No, that's I what agree. you're not understanding. No, like 100%. me losing to a lesser known fighter, there's a possibility. But those percentages are not high enough for me not to take the fight. No, I agree. But if you lost to that, you know how much harder it would be to climb back out of that and get back to that same way where you are now? Even with the loss, the fact your loss is to some random guy versus the number two fighter in the world, that's a whole nother level. If you lost to the number two fighter, yes, you're going to lose a little bit of dollars, but you're still going to get that $75, $80 million fight. But if you lose... To the no name, you might be getting a $10 million fight. I, I, I'm going to give you another example, Gary, uh, and then I'm going to let you go to your topic uh, and we can get off boxing. So I, I, I'm, I don't know where I stand on the Jake Paul situation on whether or not he's a real boxer or not he's a not. boxer. I, I, I don't know where I stand there just yet. He's, he's, he's making a career out of this thing, Gary. He's earning a living. So you – kind of quite naturally have to great call him a boxer. Promoter, great promoter. Great promoter. Give that. How, however boxer, you want to you deem him, boxers. however you want to deem him, you can deem him that. But ever since he's lost that O though, Gary, nobody has been talking about him. He hasn't been in the news. Like 
nobody gives a damn about what he does since he lost to Tyson, right? You do you agree? I don't think I don't know because that uh that fight that he's com- coming Nate to Diaz. Dallas in August is still pretty yeah well, yeah but it's Nate Diaz it's not him that's, I agree. That, that, that that nobody that's nobody a gives a damn right it's no it's not a combination to him like everybody we have been everybody everybody since the dawn of time we wanted Conor McGregor. We wanted Mayweather. We wanted somebody in boxing to fight one of the Diaz brothers because we felt like they were tough enough. It didn't matter who fought him. It was just a matter of who fought him first in boxing. Jake Paul, next guy up. So because Jake Paul, we like Nate Diaz and the Diaz brothers because of their attitude and how they approach the ring. And they just and fight. How, right. <laughs> Right. So it had it has nothing to do with Jake Paul now. It would have had everything to do with him had he had his O because we were all wanting him to lose because he was a YouTuber turned boxer. We wanted him to lose. Everybody was praying for his downfall in the ring. And so far, Gary, he's lived up to it. I know you're not a, you're not a fan. I understand that. But everybody he's gotten in the ring with, he looked like he belonged. That's so all the, I'm saying. The first boxer he actually boxed, he lost. Okay. Just saying, everybody else was UFC or an NBA player. Nobody was an actual boxer. So, with that being said, did he last to a decision? Yeah. Because we get our ass knocked out. Yeah. But either, but it, everybody on this podcast, but, but, if we got were, in the ring with any of those, would get our ass knocked out. Undebatable. But uh, I, I'm sorry if I got in a fight, if I got in the ring with, with Nate Robinson, I don't know if he's going to hit me in the face. Right. <laughs> he's going to work my body, but I don't think he's going to hit me in the face. See, I think he should take Nate Robinson, though. But I will say, I will say, when it comes to, like, the boxer thing, you were talking about lesser known. That's a lesser known boxer he lost to. That is a no-name boxer. He just happens to have a name because of who his brother or who he's related to. He's not an right. actual good boxer. So. Yeah, but you get you get my whole point, though. You yeah. get where I'm going with this. I, I I'm saying that if if you get in there and you mix it up with Mike Tyson, even in his his old days, yeah, n- nobody's gonna get in there with Tyson though. Even he, Tyson's still gonna knock him out. <laughs> <laughs> Tyson ain't gonna go easy, bro. Look, I, I I know I said I was gonna that was gonna be my last boxing question, but I saw an interview, bro, with Mike Tyson. Uh, I can't make this up. I was watching the Tupac Shakur documentary. And uh, they was interviewing Mike Tyson about that fateful day because he he went out when Tupac had got killed. It was in Vegas. And I'm watching this, and they're interviewing Mike Tyson. And they was like, hey, Mike, you know, what did you think about that fight, man? And before he can start talking, bro, he profusely started sweating, like, really bad. And he goes, ah. He was like, I just, I love violence. It just, it gets my dick hard. And I was like, whoa, like completely morphed into a whole different person, bro. He was like, I just, I like being hit. I like hitting people. And I go, bro, like I, there's not a lot of people like being hit, bro. They like doing the hitting. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody likes that combative sport where they like, oh, boom, I take a hit. Then you take a hit. Then I take a hit. Like he was like, ah, just the, just the art of war. Just, ah, it's like sex to me. And I'm, I. I've never seen a person like that. So with that being said, Gary, I don't think there's anybody that is willing to get in the ring with Mike Tyson because Mike Tyson was a different breed. He brought something different to boxing. He was a brawler when he got in there. He loved the the, the art of combat. He loved the art of violence. And I mean, he was the he was a master of pain, bro. If you you, you ask me, 
So with that being said, like Mike to me is the greatest to nope. ever lace them up. Muhammad Ali. The greatest to ever lace them up. I, I said it. I said what I said. I said what I said, Gary. I agree. Man, he'd have knocked Muhammad Ali ass out, bro. He'd have knocked his ass out. And I, I'm I'm sick of you and all those other fans that talk about, oh, what Tyson lost to Lennox Lewis. He lost to he took those fights because he needed the money, bro. I'm talking about prime Mike Tyson with the gold tooth and the First really squeaky Muhammad voice. I'm, man, he'd have beat the shit. Okay. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll let y'all finish, man. Go you got to think George Foreman was Mike Tyson, and he beat George Foreman. Gary. Just saying. Okay, bro. All right. Y'all got some other topics, man. I'm not yeah. even going to do this with y'all, bro. Because Mike Tyson so, is the greatest. Before I got really muted last week, uh, I was going to let everybody know the two questions I had. So I'm going to start with one of them now. I'm sure everybody's okay. seen the memes or whatever out there. But I wanted to dive into a little further. So the first one is, which everybody's seen this, would you take $10 million right now, but for the rest of your life, there is a snail that knows your exact location, always chasing you. If it catches you and touches you, you die. Would you take the $10 million? And just so the parameters, the snail's indestructible. You don't know what the snail looks like, so you don't know you don't know if it's this snail or that snail. You have no idea. And it can get in anything. So if you fly across the ocean, it, it can jump on a, on a, a boat, sna- uh, smuggle on a boat, and go across and get off there. It always knows your location. Are you is, taking the $10 million? Is it always moving at a snail's pace, though? Always at a snail's pace. Oh, shit. And what's the other option? Or it, No, it's, you, or you don't take the money and nothing happens. So ten million dollars, or there's no, there's no. No, it's ten million. Would you take ten million dollars right now, tax free? Because that's about six million if you take add taxes, tax free. But you got to know this snail is chasing you your whole life. Nah, I'm good. I'm a, I'm a pass on the ten million. I'm gonna tell you why I'm a pass on the ten million. Well, hold I on. Know... If you weren't D'Angelo Williams with the money you have, look, I was gonna reference that. I was gonna reference that. Can I? Can y'all please? Let me talk, okay? okay? Go ahead. Tom, you don't have to be a dick, bro. Let me let me just <laughs> let me finish, bro. Let me finish. I'm gonna tell you why I wouldn't take the 10 million dollars. I wouldn't take the 10 million dollars because I have a issue with all the movies that I've seen of something after me. Like I, I don't care how fast it's moving, just the thought of something being after me, I'm like, nah, I'm good. Whether it's it's good or bad, knowing that in the back of my mind, every day, I got to think about this snail. Like, I, I feel like I got to get up and keep moving. I don't want that. I, I couldn't handle that from a day-to-day basis. I know people are going to be like, well, I can't handle being broke from day-to-day. But it's a different when you broke and you don't have to move. You're like, ah, I'm broke. But now imagine spending a $10 million being broke and still being chased by this snail for the rest of your life. Because the odds are... If you're going to get a lump sum of money and you're not good with money, you're going to be broke eventually anyway. So if that's the case, I don't want to be broke being chased by a snail. I might as well just be broke or how I am uh, without being chased or having the thought of something chasing me. That's why. It's an interesting thought. Time? 
Uh, I'm, I'm taking that $10 million and figuring out what I got to do to <laughs> stay away from this snail. So what are uh, you doing? How you how are you protecting yourself? Uh, to me, it's, uh, you know, because at some point, you got to think this snail is going to get close to you, right? But if it's moving at a snail's pace, aren't you going to be able to identify it, hopefully, at some point? But You would hope, but you don't know what it looks like. So it could be just a random snail, and it might not be the one that's chasing you. Right, but any time a snail gets close to me, uh, um, so first of all, I'm investing my money. And so I'm going to have infinite amount of money because I've turned $10 million into infinity. And then every every year, I'm moving that, to a that's, different place. That's the talk of somebody that's going broke because of investments. <laughs> <Right. laughs> no, but yeah. Because to me, it's just like, you know, uh, if it was something that could move a little bit faster, like or even just like faster in general, because snails just move so slow. That I feel like, you know, you're going to be able to see it and I, I mean, obviously, when you're sleeping, but I feel like with 10 million, you can at least set up some sort of like motion tracking cameras in your house or something. <laughs> or maybe maybe the snail's not fast enough to set it off, though. But I don't know. It's just there's a lot you can do with 10 million and just to. But that's that's what you're snail chase you. But that's what people don't understand when you you got to think of the residuals. So. If you're going to spend most of your $10 million on a, secu- a security system to keep the snail away from you, you might as well not even accept the $10 million. That You get my whole point? Like, if you're going to set up uh, this... So, Time, I'll, I'll use this for example. So, how old are you, Time? 35. So, you're 35. So, imagine that $10 million is gone when you're 60. And now you have to still, for the next 30 years of your life, still get away from this snail. Because you got to think, that, maybe when you're 80, you're moving at that. a snail's pace. Well, I'm about to say, by the time <laughs> I get to 60, 70 years old, I'm like, all right, snail. You're ready to check out anyway. It's <laughs> over with anyway. Hey, holla at me, big dog. I've been waiting on this date. What took you so damn long? <laughs> right. Hey, then we so, go right off into the sunset together. <laughs> the, 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 when you were talking about sleeping, because that's the thing I thought about, like, what would I do if I did take it and if I was sleeping? I think the only way you could do it, you have to, do an, you have to ha- basically have an airtight room. You have to have an airtight so nothing can get in, and it's got to be like you got to do some way where it's airtight. So but you when you're said sleeping, that nothing you said that it in. can't keep the snail out though. No, so. no, I said the snail can't be killed. So if it's airtight, that means it, there's no way for it to get in unless the door's open. So you just got to make sure that door is always closed and it's airtight. So at night you you can sleep comfortably because I don't think you would sleep comfortably. No, nah, I, I, I like it chasing. to where you there's no way you can keep the snail away from you. Because you I don't think keep. any night would you feel comfortable sleeping. Dude, any day you're not going to yeah. feel you're going to always be looking for this damn snail. You That's are. what people don't understand. Like I, I don't for the I, I would rather you keep the 10 million dollars and I keep my sanity and not have to worry about this snail for the rest of my life. Then you dropping a snail off in front of me and me forgetting like, oh, I get happy, start spending this $10 million, seeing it going. And like I'm going through my everyday problems already, knowing that I got this snail on my ass. So imagine this, because you got to think this would be a thing. You could never go in grass because you can't see a snail in grass. So like you can't take your kids out to the park. You can't take the dog to the park. You can't walk in the grass because you have no idea if it's in the grass. That to me, that I think that would be the crazy thing because, like, you have to stay on concrete at all times. Because if you're walking through grass, like, you're not going to see it. I agree. 
I agree. I think I, that's I something would... that a lot of people don't think about. Like you, everything's going to have to be concrete because that's the only way you're going to really pick see something. Walking the grass, you're good. But see, like, that's you're the not, thing, though, I'm Every... surrounding my house with salt. So, but it, but it can't kill it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> ah, damn, it's indestructible. It's indestructible. What so if I had mentioned a moat, but it would it could just scoot through the water and climb up the top, so it wouldn't matter. I think okay. y'all take for granted the <laughs> there's the, a the sanity the, part, the <laughs> rabbit and the tortoise. Like, hey, I that's a great example of this snail chase because yeah. that rabbit was so confident in its ability to be five, ten, twelve, fifty times faster than this this tortoise that it got so occupied with the things in life that it forgot that it was in a race. And end up losing. That's a prime example of why I would not take the $10 million. I'm not saying I'm as foolish as that rabbit, but I know I'm not as fast. So. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll go, we'll go over the next one. Or go ahead. You got something else, time? No, I was just going to say, I think it's going to be very relative to uh, how much money people have now. And, yeah. you know, because like anybody that's never had a million dollars is going to be like, Shit, give me that money. I'll live with a snail. Anybody that has had a million dollars or has a million dollars, like, I don't know if my sanity is worth it. <laughs> well, well, I think I think part of it also is like, like I said, with like, you can't go in grass anymore, because you you will not see it in grass. So like, I think that's things people don't think about. Like like when I I just thought about just now when we were talking about this. When I talked about this with my buddies, I never thought about the whole grass aspect. But I have dogs. I know. People take their kids to the park and all that kind of stuff. But you can't go near grass because you will never see it coming in the grass. Well, you ain't going to see it coming anyway because once you touch it, once it touches you, it's a wrap. So no, I it, know. But like, if, if you're surrounded by concrete, you're going to see something scooting on the concrete. Yeah. Grass, yeah. you're not going to see anything. So I think uh, that's so the thing that people don't take You talked about this with your other buddies. Gary, what did they say? Uh, they all said they would take it. But I never brought up the grass thing. How many of them have a million dollars? None. Exactly. <laughs> well, I well, I guess you. It, so, so basically, what you're saying, Dom, is is like everybody's situation is structured around their lifestyles right now. Actually, I had one person. Well, I had one person for the next topic. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be situationally dependent. Like people that have had a million, couple million, ten million in their bank account. Getting ten million in their bank account may not be worth the hey, now I have to worry about this stupid ass snail versus someone that's never even sniffed that much money is like shit, bring it on. I like to live dangerously. We we live more dangerously than that, the casino every week. <laughs> no, I I do agree. I do think it does, but I think like what D said, I think people don't take into account that fear you're always something's chasing you. I don't we'll know see. how you would sleep at night. So like, this is how I know. What, 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 this is the problem, though, Gary. This, this is the problem. And and it's all mindset. And this is a very similar. I'm talking about concept. I'm only talking about concept here, Tom. Gary, you understand what I mean. When we say $10 million, Gary, you and I, when we talk about, like, if you, you're talking to somebody that uh, that one has had what we're talking about or not, there's there's different ways of looking at it. Time, I'm taking the $10 million. Gary. Gary knows that after taxes, that $10 million is $6 million. A lot of people don't think well, about you just that. Said they, no taxes. 
They say, yeah, but yeah, no, you're, you're no, not understanding. I'm, I said concept. I said concept wise. Right, right. So because people that have that have that have made that million dollars or that are that are that is used to it or that have some level of experience with it, they know that there's certain hidden things that we need to worry about. Okay. Once I get this $10 million, it's going to be $6 million. So now I got it. It's going to cost me another this or that to protect this $6 million. Blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that. Versus someone that's not familiar with that type of money. They see $10 million. They go spend $10 million. And then $4 million of that dollars is now they're in debt. You see what I'm saying? So there's a different mindset uh, depending on, you know, level of experience and uh, exposure. Like, like I said, like, I think... You made a comment about the investments. That's a smart way of thinking. A lot of people don't think that way, though. That's what I'm, in general, just general terms, right. like he said. When, that's why you hear a lot of time people that win the lottery go broke because they spend it all. They don't invest. They don't save. They don't. They're because they're not used to that. It's a whole different thing. But just like we weren't used to it, we had to learn it. Yes, we learned it, but we were we were given classes to learn it. So we had help with it. Most people that if they come in that kind of money, they don't have the classes. They don't have the help behind them. And one thing that D didn't even mention that happens, just wait till everybody's coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> That's going to happen too. Yeah. And then you're, and your family's going to ask for things and you're going to feel obliged to do it. Like that's just things that it's going to like, it's going to happen and people don't think about that stuff. But again, that's just because it's residuals. things you haven't dealt with. Mm-hmm. It's but the residuals. Let's go on to the second question, which is also another mean question. Red pill or blue pill? Okay. The blue pill, you get $5 million right now tax-free. The red pill, you go back to your when you were six years old. So whatever year that was, you go back to when you were six years old and you relive your life with all the knowledge you already have right this second. So you can start back at age six and you relive your life now things can I'm change. going back to age six. So I'm going just, back to age six. Just, just to clarify, you, just I, to clarify you, you, you may not meet Reese. You may, you not, may not get your kids. kids. Everything could change because you can't Look, guarantee everything's going to happen the same. I'm telling you right now, I'm going back to six. I, you said I, said I got the all thing. the, I got <laughs> all the knowledge that I yeah. got right now. Yeah. I'm going to be manipulative as hell. I'm talking about boy. I'm finna be that kid. Look, you can't tell me. I done been here before. Literally, I've been here before. Your whole life knowing your kids, and then knowing there's a chance you don't get them back. Bro, look, I already. I'm. I'm in great. I know where she at right now. At six. I know where she. At. I know <laughs> right, where she. Your at. life might is probably not gonna take the same path if you. It, it doesn't time, matter. Time. It does not matter, bro. It does not look. Uh, I say this all the time, even now, man, if I'd have known what I know now when I was six or seven years old, boy, I'm telling you, y'all would have hell on y'all hands. I I would make more money. I'll make more than that five million dollars at six yep. with the knowledge that I have right now. I literally I'll, I will be as rich as Bill Gates and Elon. Oh, bro. I'm <laughs> talking about what? <laughs> For someone like Gary, I think it's an easy ish yeah. answer. One. But the other thing is, like, you don't know how that information could affect the rest of your life. So, say, I mean, Gary, you probably don't end up playing football. So, you don't beat D'Angelo. Well, I know where he lives. Yeah, but he's, what, you think, you've seen him before. You think he's going to take a random white guy off the street and say, oh, yeah, you're my best friend. When I start giving facts, 
about Romeo and Bell. I'm about to say, are you, are <laughs> no, you, are no. you, are you going to take Romeo away from D'Angelo's life so that you can be his best friend? <laughs> that's a whole other question there. Hey, that's a whole nother question, Ty. That's a whole nother question. <laughs> no, but like, let's just dig into the. No, like, I got, that's why I brought it up. Let's dig because I, I asked some of my friends this question and I, and I tried to like take it to that next level thinking like butterfly effect type stuff. Yes. Like imagine you, so you have the same knowledge since you're six. So then are you living your life knowing that you have your wife already that you're going to be with and you're still going to hook up with other girls before so you, you know what I'm saying? I, so I'm I, like, I asked the same question and to some of my buddies and they were like, they're like, no, like, because I, I asked, well, I had the same injuries with all that happened. Like, no, it's, you're starting fresh from six. You just have the knowledge you have. So like you can still know, hey, I'm I will make it to the NFL if I if I if I do what I'm doing. I will make it. Long as bearing injuries or anything, I know I can make it to the NFL. Bro, I have the look. ability to do it if I wanted to. No, I hold on D. I got you. Now would would I, would I still pursue that? No. <laughs> if I know exactly. all I gotta do is invest in Google or exactly. Apple, I'm good to go. I'm not playing look. football. I'm not risking my body. I'm I'm going the same path that I took. I'm I'm no six. chance you're playing football. Gary, just hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. I'm I'm six years old with all the knowledge that I have right now. I'm gonna invest, uh, like try to scrounge up money and do everything that I possibly can to to get me where I, where I need to be. So when I'm in high school, oh, bro, look. <laughs> Gary, when when you I, I I don't think you understand, Tom, when you could go back with the knowledge that you have and all the mistakes that you made and, and be able to write those mistakes, because I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, there's some there's well, some what if those are mistakes that brought you to where you're at today. Well, if it can still and bring you, it can it can bring you there without the mistakes, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, can you imagine your life mistake free? Like, you've already taken those mistakes. We're going to give you a do-over, though. That's essentially what this is at six. So all you got to do is every time you hear a name, like, ooh, uh-uh, I ain't talking to her. Or, ooh, he was a bad influence then, and, you know, he cost me this, or he did that, or, ooh. Like, I, I, I don't think you understand, man. A six-year-old, like me going back to six, I can impact a lot of lives in my day. I can stop a lot of right, stuff. Right, but that's you stopping stuff. But what about all the auxiliary lives that you affected that you don't realize that maybe you changed and then also like that ain't changed. got nothing to do with me. That ain't no, got nothing to do with me. I'm saying that, that ain't got the nothing to do with me. Look, I, I understand the butterfly effect. <laughs> I I have to live with that butterfly effect to this day. All the bad decisions that I've made in my life right now that I can't change. All those unorthodox decisions, maybe those awkward moments or uh, I'm hurting every time I get somebody to smile at me or I get somebody to like be thankful that I'm here. There's two or three people that are just like, damn, I wish he was dead or or I can't stand his ass or or I don't like this because people always have their opinions of you when you put yourself out there. So I'm not worried about the people opinions that I don't know. I'm worried about the people opinions that I do. Awesome. So if do I can affect this? them in a positive way and still be myself and make the decisions that I need to make to be successful, oh, I'm killing the game. I'm, awesome. That's more than $5 million. Way Without, more. That knowledge. 
Right. Say you have that. So you have the knowledge. You have the money. Like do, like Gary kind of alluded to. Are you still playing football? Because you're not going to have the same drive to play. Yes. You're not going to have that same yes. that same push of like, oh, I need to do yes. this to make money. I need to do this to make money for my family. Yes. Are you still going to Memphis? Are you still an all-time yes. running back in college? Are you still yes. a first-round draft pick? I'm still, I'm still doing all are. of that. I don't I'm think I'm, 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 still, I'm still doing all of that. I'm still. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not changing any of that. Here's the difference, though. Because struggle that creates you. Here's, here's the difference, though. Here's the difference, though. I may not take that NFL contract. I'm still going through college. I'm still going. Those were the best years of my life, man. It was college and high school, and it wasn't the best years of my life because I played sports. It was the best years of my life because I was young. I want to make sure I get. I, I want to make sure I let y'all know that they weren't the best years of my life because it's because I was young. Those years you're at Memphis. I'm out traveling the world that as young. That's what I'm saying. That's I'm, young, I'm, I'm telling you, you right you now, bro. To do whatever you want. I, my, you're I would going, not. You're not going to college. I, I'm telling you right now, Ty. I'm I'm telling you right now, and I will I will die on this hill, and and I don't care who. I would not ch- change my college experience for nobody. I had a great time in college. I <laughs> so, you say that. Are you going to go and do? Homework? Maybe you'd have to do homework because you were an uh, athlete. Well, I'll say, are you going to go do homework and look, papers? Look, you, knowing that you, you, you have I, I don't. I don't. I don't pay? have to do any of this time because I know what I need to do. I'm still ingrained with the knowledge that I had going through the first time. I know exactly yeah, what path to go through to make this look, man. It's my path to success from six with the knowledge I have right now. There's going to be no restrictions because I know where all of those are. So. You see what I'm saying, Gary? You see, it's yeah. it's going to be a smooth sailing. Well, I, I think, think he's looking at the rose-colored glasses, D. So I think uh, one yep. thing that we haven't talked about that would be something that would make me definitely go back because I'd get to spend more time with people that we've lost. Like, Because I know, hey, they're going to pass at this time. I know I can spend a lot more time with these people. So see, I, I think that's see, a, that's Now, a Gary, that's the not. problem that I have. That's yeah. That's the only... Because you don't know, though. That's the thing. Is but here's the thing, know. though. Here's, here's, here's what you yeah. should put in there. You yeah. can't stop their untimely no, I agree. You can't death. Stop it. No, I agree. You, there's nothing but that you, you would, can do to, like, whenever they die is whenever they die. I think the things would be like, you would just know, hey, I only have this finite amount of time. But so see, I that's the make thing, sure I take Gary, the most I don't, of it That's the didn't. only reason why I wouldn't want to go back. Yeah. That's the only reason. That's the only reason why I would take the $5 million is because I didn't relive it. Oh man. And this yeah. kind of this kind of plays into this. This is another thing to think about. Part of what's great about being a kid is that like innocence of not oh. knowing the world, oh, not knowing man. how bad the world is, like man. just that innocence yep. of being a child. Yeah. You lose all those years of innocence of being a child. Yes. It's a risk it's, you take. And so it now is. you're that that weight is heavy on you. Yeah. For so, 30. That's the, I guess, only, that's the so only thing. That's the my only question thing. would be is losing that innocence worth $500 million to you? I'll okay, take now that 500 million. Well, I, well because he's invested and he's Google yeah, he didn't take the 5 million cuz li- he's I'm literally investing everything in Google, Apple, all these and I'm making all that money. Yes. <laughs> Well, see, like, this is this is this is. But here's here's the thing, though, Gary, and I and I think we wanna we wanna make mention of this. Like, we're not talking about 
six from where you started. I'm talking about six at any time, Gary. So Google and Apple and all this has already been established. Cause no, no. Us six going years, back to six years old when you were in 1988, whenever I think oh, you were six. Oh, so you're you going back like there. that. Yeah. So 19, you get relived the nineties. Yeah. It was yeah. a great, great period to relive. Yeah. So, no, no, yeah. So you, 98, I think that's when, I don't know if that's when you were, when to you were me, sick, To me, to me, it's easy if you're single. I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking a red and pill. And don't have a family because, you know, you can read, I mean, it's easier, I would say, because there's oh, well, still yeah, a lot that goes into it. 1,000% easier because you have your kids to think about. But right. he just took that red pill, he's back at six years old. Because his thing, biologically, six, biologically, you cannot guarantee, because you got to think, that specific sperm at that time, Correct. egg is what creates that yes. child. There's no way you can guarantee. So, that. time, are you taking five million? I'm, I'm taking the five million. I can't. All right. Now, does it change? Are you taking five million with taxes? So yeah, you get yeah, two and a half. I, I can't take something that if there's an option to keep my family or uh, not keep my family, I have to keep my family at this point because there's just no way I'd be able to live life knowing I had kids and then now I probably am not going to be able to get back to it. If you could say, hey, you can start your life over at six your family is going to come back to you, then yeah, I would take it. But You can try to make it come back. Yeah, but you can't guarantee it. No, you can't, but that's the risk you're taking. Right. Yeah. So that's why that's why I can't that's why I can't take the other one. I'd have to take the I I am uh, definitely going back. Yeah, I understand that. And like me, you know, because every uh, every part of me would want to go back to be able yeah. to, you know, spend more time with my dad cuz I didn't get to spend much time with him cuz by the time I met him, uh after I graduated college, you know, he had cancer and was yeah. you know, passed away within the next few years. But even with that, you know, I have a little son and daughter who, you know, that is their favorite thing in the whole world. And mommy and dad are the favorite thing in the whole world. There's no way I could live life knowing that. So I, I guess the question is to ask you, would you feel the same when they hit those teenage years, the rebellious years? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They gone. They gone. Give me that pill once they <laughs> Because that's a whole other uh, level. But no, right. uh, I do think that is, it is, I think kids do play a factor, but I think, like you said, like we said, you still possibly could. You never know. Yeah. Like, you know, you know who, who you had kids with, so you can still try to recreate if possible. Yes. If that's the route you want to take. And it may, and it may come out different. Maybe you have a girl first and then a boy. You just never know. Like, you just, yeah. yeah, it may be different, but it may not be the exact ones you have but you may still have kids with the same person because you know exactly who you had kids with but then that's, you know, that's, that's the other thing like if you become if you so like obviously all of us know we would be able to figure out ways to make money and be richer earlier yeah. um does our because you know like you said if i if i have millions of dollars by the time i graduate high school i'm not going back to college full force like i was yeah i'm not spending nice. that's what i'm saying i'm not spending nice studying yeah I've, i loved college but you know what i'm gonna love more i'm gonna love being on the coast of uh you know italy <laughs> more than i'm gonna love college i'm just saying and then i'm just i, I just don't see us we say we say it like do you say you'd be able to live the exact same life I just don't foresee that being possible. Bro. You're not going to practice day in and day out, grinding, beating up your body, knowing you already got billions. In I the am. <laughs> I am, not. bro. I, I know I'm not. <laughs> I am, bro. Tom, I think you saved yourself because I thought you were going somewhere else with that, and I was about to call you out. Well, you, uh, you I, I thought you were going to be like, oh, I got all this money. I may not have met her. But 
met the, met met your girl that you have your kids with. Right. Because you well, may be in a different circle, but hey, you can choose to go meet that person. Right, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. You know them, so you can still go meet them. Yeah. But, you know, part of like part of life is like how you meet people. And, you know, are you organically meeting them anymore? No. Now it's like, oh, now you're putting yourself into their life. Well, like. So, Tom. So, Tom. You still could have the same result. You know she's going to like you. Let me make sure I get this right, Tom. Let me make sure I, let me make sure I get this right. Okay. I, and, and I. This is me just like being honest. Uh-huh. Okay. Like let's just let's just be honest here. You're six years old. You're engulfed with the knowledge that you have right now. You know where all the celebrities are gonna be. You know where before they even celebrities, you know where they're living, like how they're living. Like, so you got an opportunity to be with Beyonce, you got an opportunity to be with whoever. Because you know where their whereabouts at. You know that their glow up is going to be where their glow up is going to be. You're telling me you take that pill at six with the knowledge that you have. You're not going to like, oh, let me see what we're. Oh. Right. I understand it. I understand how that can be very tempting. Like, hey, I got this money. Now I'm in their circles. I can be with anybody. No, 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 no. You ain't even in their circle. You, you, you getting them before they. I'm saying you could be in their circles. Yes, you can meet them in high school before they even got famous. Before they even get there, because you already know who's gonna be. They don't get famous because because they you you get with them. You have all this money, so they lose their drive. No, you're not understanding what you 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 missed the whole point. So I'm just saying, you could affect other people's lives by what you do too. You don't have to tell them you have money. Yeah, you don't have to tell them anything. All you, that you, thing can be a, kept a secret. Yeah, what you if, ain't got to say nothing. What if getting with you prevents the heartbreak that allows her to write her first hit? Hey, that's just a, that's just the route you got to take. I'm just saying, there's a lot. That's of, just the route you got to take. That can change. <laughs> no, I agree. There, there is. So, but so, I'm so you mean, this, so I'm you mean to tell this. me? You mean to tell me that if you had an opportunity, had an opportunity to bump into Oprah before Oprah is Oprah. <laughs> Martha Stewart was before Martha, choice, was but before Martha was Stewart was Martha Stewart. I'm I'm just talking about some of the older. Yeah, I remember you're older than me. That was that. Made right, me right. I, I'm just saying, like you, uh, these are billion dollar companies that we're talking about here. I, I'm saying, like, uh, whatever, whatever floats your boat. You are now at the seat. You are at the captain's seat of a hundred million dollar yacht, bro. And you know what that yacht is? That's information that people don't know. I know exactly where Cardi B is right now at this age. I know exactly where um, um, Holly Berry is. I know exactly where uh, Jennifer Aniston is. I know exactly where all these people are in their lives because I've seen either documentaries on them or whatever to influence them, to to get them to do whatever it is I need them to do. Leonardo DiCaprio, the, the guys, like just getting in those circles. Like just that, just in general. Here's my other question. Here's my other question. Do you try to stop stuff like 9-11? You can't stop 9-11. You can't stop any of those things because you can't influence. You can't You can't change the sequence of history from a standpoint of death. We talked about that. So if people died, you can't stop that. So let's just say you stop 9-11, but then you got this. 
uh, Final Destination effect to where it, it ultimately it comes somewhere back. Else. It happens somewhere else anyway. So it's not like you can change it. Still happens. So with that being said, like I would, I would just influence like, oh man, my circle's gonna be cold. So I'm gonna still have the same circle, but we finna pick up some is friends. Is Gary still gonna be your friend? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now I don't know if Gary gonna still be my friend because I ain't hiding nothing. I'm coming off the gate. Look, bro, I know you. Look, I. This is what you like. This is what you don't like. You can either be my friend or not be my friend, but you gonna be my friend. So uh, how do you explain that? So uh, real quick, let's run this today. How so? Say you roll up to Gary and he's he's on his rookie year in the Panthers. You didn't. You're. Let's just say you made it to the Panthers too. Let's just say your whole life. I don't know how you and Gary first connected. I, 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 this is my Russell. first conversation. This is my first conversation to Gary, and Gary has no idea who I am or nothing like that. I'm gonna say, hey, Gary, you don't know who I am, bro. You don't know who I am. I'm glad that we drafted you to this team, but I want to let you know that I love you, bro. And there's nobody on this team or anywhere <laughs> else going to love you more. All right. And not only that, we are friends in another lifetime, not friends like brothers. I'm talking about joined at the hip. You don't have to believe me right now, but later on in life, you're going to appreciate these very words that I gave you. And I'm going to turn around and walk him like, that was weird. Hey, so for the rest of his rookie season, he spends his time avoiding D'Angelo because he's in hell. That was great. That was great. <laughs> I will say the only request I would have before I took the red pill is like, hey, I need one week and I'm going to write down everything I need to do to bring oh, back. Man. Oh, bro. Everything I need to know. Because um, another thing I brought up would be I would want to memorize certain lottery numbers for certain uh, lottery drawings. So obviously I'm winning the stock market, but I'm also winning a lottery. But then my buddy brought up like, well, the, the numbers could be different then. I'm like, well, that's true, but I would still take that chance. Yeah, I'll take that chance too. But so one last question before we go, and then we okay. can get off here. So I was reading an article, and it was like, a, I guess, a Reddit AMA ask me anything type thing or am I the asshole type thing. So this is a question for both y'all because y'all both have kids and you both have a wife or girlfriend, whatever. Um, so it plays into it. First class tickets. This woman complained that every time that her and her kids, who's 12 and 16, fly, the husband usually gets upgraded or sits in first class and they sit in coach. Is there a problem if you sit in first class and your significant other or your kids sit in coach and does, so like, I guess that's basically the question. Does it matter? Do you should, or do you I'm feel like you have to sit back there or do you have to pay for them to sit up front? I'm going to let time go first. All right. Say that one more time. Say first class, you're right. flying overseas. You have your kids. They're 12 and 16. This is what the, the article was. Mm-hmm. And the husband gets upgraded, so he goes to first class, or he buys his ticket in first class. While the wife and the two kids sit in coach, is there a problem with that? Like when you, if you, if even if you don't have kids, should you pay for your significant other to sit in first class, or should you sit in coach with them? Um, I think it could be dependent on. I think there are situations where I could be cool with that. It's like, hey, 
There's only one seat. In all things. No, 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 no. We ain't doing that shit. We ain't doing that time. All things considered, we all the same height. We all the, there's no well, the say, question is like, it. let's just make it make it as vanilla as possible. Answer. Either you with it or you not. I don't think it's black and white. So maybe I, am I, six, I make six, it black and white. Make and it my black wife and white. Is five, two. You know, make it black and white. It doesn't matter if she's five two, you five ten. Do you think? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Maybe we don't necessarily have money uh, for both of us to have a a first class plane ticket, but you know that I can't fit in the coach like you can. Then I could see. Okay, yeah, that's fine. But if it's the thing where we we have the money for it, I'm I'm saying all things equal time. All All things all things equal. Then you gotta you gotta stay with your significant other, in my opinion. I, I don't think you need to. All things equal. All things equal. You don't have to. It's it's personal preference. If she want to upgrade her ticket, she can upgrade her ticket. I did. So you can upgrade your ticket just like me. If you don't like sitting, if you don't like your seating accommodations, then you now have the ability to change those. If you don't want to change those, then that ain't got nothing to do with me. You obviously didn't want to sit with me. I, I wanted to sit in first class. You didn't. I paid for first class. You didn't. It's cool. There's no problem. There's no harm, no foul. We'll see each other when we get there. Because guess what? We're going to the same place. So I, I think it's more than black or white. But if just taking D's perspective, yes. I have no problem with being separated. Because even like I'm not sitting in the middle seat for one. So even if we sit next to each other, you're going to be sitting in the middle seat uncomfortable. I'm not sitting in the middle seat. That's not going to happen. So, so we're not now, sitting together anyway. So, so yeah, we're not going to, like, because if you don't want to sit in the middle, then we're not sitting next to each other anyway. So it doesn't really matter because I know I'm not sitting in the middle. I'm in a window because I need to lean against something. Um, and then if you want to go not black and white, like Time said, I'm 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. I'm sitting in first class anyways. I, it doesn't matter. Like, I can't fit in a regular seat, especially if I'm going overseas. I'm not sitting. And D experienced this. I had to sit in the back when we did the amazing race and it was, I was, I couldn't sleep, couldn't do nothing. I couldn't move. I was, it was like, I was a can of sardines. It was so bad. My back's on fire. My body hurting for a seven hour flight. Yeah. Something I can't do. Like, they folded so them up like I will not do seat. that. And so I will sit first class and if, then if you that's in the back, so be it. Like I, I'm not paying for you to sit up front. I have to. So I'm willing to pay because I have to physically. If you don't have to physically, then that's on you. I can't do nothing about that. Yeah. I don't think the guy's in the wrong, especially because the, the kids either. are 12 and 16. They're old enough to sit by themselves in the back. But yeah, that's yeah. If, if we're talking kids, then yeah, I think they're old enough. If they're, I'd say probably under six. I don't know if you're. No, they can't sit by themselves. Somebody has to sit with them, but I still. Right. I don't know. Again, you're still probably not sitting next to each other because they only have three seats in a row. Well, yeah, but then usually the airline will be like, hey, I've seen this happen multiple times. Like, hey, can would somebody mind switching because we have – obviously, at that point, it's up to somebody but to switch. Somebody doesn't have to do it because now, hell, right. oh, they may be switching to a middle seat or something. I ain't doing that. <laughs> like, right. if you ask me to move to a middle seat so you can – nah, sorry. I can't sit in the middle seat. I'm not. I'm just not going to do it. You can move me to a different seat that's in the aisle or the window, but I'm not moving to a middle ever. All right, Gary. Here's a question for you. You could pay a thousand dollars for one year. Flights anywhere you want to go for a whole year. All you got to do is pay taxes. 
but you have to sit in the middle seat every flight. I'm paying two thousand and I'm getting two seats. I don't have to worry about it. No, because your second seat's the middle seat as well. So you have two middle seats now. Oh, can I lay them down? <laughs> that's funny. But all right. Well, I think that's the wrap it up. So let us know if you listen to this podcast, email us, text us. Talk to us. We got to make sure we get y'all's take on the red pill, blue pill. Are you starting your life over uh, with all the knowledge you have at six years old? Or are you taking the money right now? Or the uh, snail and the snail. Or the snail. Yeah. Are you getting Live the rest of your snail? life being chased by a snail for $10 million right now that's indestructible or not? And then what's your thoughts on the uh, first class situation? And then wow. hopefully by this time next week, we're in the middle of LeBron making history. But if not, I might not be here next week. <laughs> we appreciate you tuning in for another episode of the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. We will be back next week. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage.